G'day and welcome to On The Road. My name's Scott Gibbons and On The Road is your show. It's a show where we, we travel, we go all around this great nation of ours, we talk about caravans, we talk about motorhomes, we talk about tents, places we can go, places we can see, places we can enjoy and it's just a fun show. So if you're ready to go on the road, I'm ready to go on the road, let's go on the road together, here we go. Hi, g'day, it's Scott Gibbons. Gee, it is good to be with you, and there's so many things to do. Now, some of the things to do, you might think, what can you do? Well, you can go and see your own state, of course, and the other thing you can do is start planning for when things open up. So I'm just having a look for myself, because in this show, we're going to talk more about the trip that I just did to the back of Burke and back again. And I'm telling you, going to the back of Burke, oh, by golly, that is a good trip. And there's so many things to see. We are blessed. We are blessed. But on the list is you can have a look at some of the things you can do in Queensland when when it opens up. Uh, and, of course, if you want to, then there's so many things that you can do. So you, you might want to go to Birdsville. I don't blame you because Birdsville's just fabulous and it's at the start of the Simpson Desert and if you're going to go there then you've got to go and do Big Red and I've done Big Red and it is ha <laughs> you've got to do it and if you don't want to do it that's fine or you can, you can walk up there but if you're going to walk up make sure that there's nobody else chasing you up that hill and therefore we'll drive because I'm telling you once they hit the go pedal they're not taking their foot off the go pedal for anything so just make sure you're safe uh, and of course, later on when things get back together again, then we're going to have the Big Bash Festival because that's something you've got to have. You've got to have the Big Red Bash Festival. That's a beauty. You can also go and dig for some dinosaur bones. Oh, yes. Oh, dinosaur bones. Who knew that Queensland was one of the world's best places to go and find dinosaur bones? So Winton is probably the main dinosaur capital of the whole outback and it's got some Butte Natural History, um, Camper Mate, they did a whole research on this thing. It's just terrific. So you've got dinosaur footprints, and they're all preserved, and you've got dinosaur collections, and they can be found at Eramanga and Richmond and Huendon, and, oh, you've got to do that. If you haven't had a soak in a hot artesian spa, oh, hey, there's something for you, because you'll just love having a soak in it, because it's nice well, you can say piping hot water. The, the temperatures do change depending upon which one you go to. But the hot pools, oh, by golly. Now, some of them in New South Wales that I just saw, you can you can camp there for up to 21 days at $5 a day. So, oh, isn't that good? And then go and have a hot bath every night or every day or just sit in there and relax because it's it's beautiful artesian basin water. It's just lovely. So there's something to do. But it, all you've got to do is go to the, the eye, you know, the tourist information place, and, and that's where if they've got some artesian bores and they've got some um, springs for you to sit in, then they'll sell you the tickets and, and then you can park up to 21 days, $5 a day. Oh, how good is that? And, of course, you've got some others in Queensland. You've got Charlotte Plains, which is near Cunnamulla. You've got Lara Wetlands. You've got uh, some more near uh, Barkledean. Uh, and you've got campgrounds near the pools. And you've got little towns of Yawa and Julia Creek. And, oh, you can have a soak and just wash all that red dust off. I think that's a good idea. And then if you want to, you can explore a gorge. So for some reason, Queensland gorges seem to be less well-known than other states, but they're just as impressive. And, and they're also less touristed, So uh, especially now, because all of the southerners are not going up there. But when they do open up, then you can go up and have a little look, and you'll find maybe a nice little quiet place for yourself. And, oh, there's some pretty ones. Carnarvon is a beauty. Lawn Hills are beauty. They're two beautiful gorges. But you've got Cobold gorge or porcupine gorge um so yeah there you go uh, remember to take your swimmers with you <laughs> remember, because you'll probably want to have a little dip and you better have your dogs with you i think that's a good idea check out the stars oh yeah anywhere in outback australia I'm telling you the trip i just did the stars oh by golly by golly by golly so if you're into stargazing uh, if you love clear skies if you uh, the further you go away from the the city lights and the town lights and whatnot, oh, you'll get magnificent views of the Milky Way. Just magnificent. So if you're into stargazing, 
then you're just going to love it. You'll, you'll appreciate our universe and you'll appreciate how tiny you are compared to the whole universe of sky. Oh, golly. Uh, in fact, I went out to um, the, the, the six satellites. The six satellites. Oh, yeah. Radio satellites they are. And you can go and do a tour of those and, and actually see them. You can touch them. It's just a magnificent thing to do. So there you go. Uh, you might in Queensland. You might want to meet a bilby if you can. So if you're in Charlieville, you can check out the the stars and then go to the Charlieville bilby experience, which is run by Save the Bilby Fund. So you can get up close. You can get up personal with a bilby or two, and all the proceeds go back to the bilby conservation. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. And, and bilbies, they're just an Australian unique creature. So getting up close to one, oh, that's got to be special. I think your photos of that would be wonderful. Uh, there's, there's one place in Australia where three states intersect, three states actually touch. It's a little corner of the world known as Cameron Corner. So you've got New South Wales, South Australia and Queensland, and three of them meet. So basically, you can be in three states uh, within milliseconds of each other. It's just, it's a clever thing. So it's got a, a permanent population in Cameron's Corner of around about five people. <laughs> but you've got a pub, you've got a campsite. There's not that much else, but once a year, it's the home to the most rocky New Year's Eve party in Australia where you can get to count down to the new year in Queensland's time zone and in New South Wales and South Australia's as well. So it's one of the few places in the world where you can legitimately celebrate the new year three times over. <laughs> How clever is that? And if you want to, you can go to the races. Now, we're not talking about the Melbourne Cup. No, because you've got the Outback Queensland races. So you can go out there. Uh, you might want the Birdsville races or the Camel races of Bullia. Uh, and if that's not enough for you, then you can go to Tambo, which was formerly in Winton. Uh, and, oh, you're just going to have a good time. So if you want to have a flutter, then go out back. I think that's a good thing to do. And then you can fossick for gems if you want some. Then you just go out to the outback Queensland, which is you've got the dinosaur bones, of course, we mentioned. And then you can go out and maybe find yourself some opal. And, and some people say Queensland opal is the best in the world. Who knows? I don't know. But then you've got other, other gems like sapphires and emeralds. And, and that's why the towns were named after them. So there's plenty of ways to learn about the Queensland gem industry. All you've got to do is visit the towns along the gem fields like Sapphire or Elm, Emerald or Ruby Vale and then explore the local museums and you can take a mine tour. And if Opal's more your thing than Queensland, oh, you've got Quilpie and Yawa and, and hey, who knows, you might just get lucky, you might just strike it rich. <laughs> I hope you do. I think that would be just the best. And then, of course, uh, an Australian outback town, which is a beautiful thing that you've got to go to you, wherever you go. If you go to Birdsville or whatever, you're going to buy yourself a probably a cool drink, I'd imagine. You're probably going to go to the bakery and find some things out. The Birdsville Bakery, oh, that's a good thing to do. So, hey, there's some things. Now, that's if you're going to Queensland, but I'll be back with you in just a little tick. And we're going to tell you about some of the trip that we just did. And, oh, we are so blessed. We are so blessed. And don't forget that the, the uh, shows are being scheduled to come back on again. So there's one for Brisbane for March 19 to 21, in March 21, that's in Brisbane. And then the 20 to 22nd of August for the Melbourne show. This is for the 4x4 Outdoors Fishing and Boating Expo. And, of course, the Sydney Caravan Show, that's on the 13th to the 18th of April 2021. All scheduled, and we just hope the world is back in one piece and we can all go to those shows because I know, I know I want to go and I expect you want to go too. So here we go. Here's a little bit of music for you. This is Kookaburra Calling. You know the cartwheels. I've had so many requests for this, but this is the cartwheels. Kookaburra Calling. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons. We are on the road and we are. All right, back with you. You enjoy Kookaburra Calling the cartwheels. Bells are not ringing on the end of my 
singing by the light of the moon Mist in the water is flat as my feet See by the light of the moon I can see by the light of the moon Go on a tale taller than me I'm shining bright from the moon Halfway up an orange gum tree It's not going anywhere soon And it shines by the light of the moon Ooh, kookaburra calling Singing by the light of the moon Mist in the water is flat as my feet I can see by the light of the moon I can see by the light of the Oh, yeah, Kookaburra Calling. I have had so many requests because it's such a beaut, beaut song. So speaking of beaut things, then if you need your trailer or your caravan repaired, if you need a service done on your trailer or a caravan or your horse trailer, uh, your float, your horse float, whatever it be, then you go to Bold, B-O-L-D, Bold. And they are just fabulous, fabulous people. So it's Bold, Trailer and Caravan Repair Centre. If you want to look them up, you go on to Bold, tcrc.com.au that's bold tcrc.com.au so they'll do your boat trailer your box trailer your horse floats your specialty trailer your caravan your camper trailer if you can tow it uh, then they will know it and, and they will they're just fabulous people and they're expanding they're even looking for more teams so if, if you know somebody down in the southern end of sydney down around the sutherland region Caringbar region or they can get there fairly easily and they've got skills, then you just get onto them. So that's boldtcrc.com.au. And there are so many things happening at the moment. Sales for caravans are just going, oh, off the Richter. They're just fabulous. I was talking to paravans, and paravans are doing such good things. Oh, by golly. And they've got some amazing specials going on with their used vans. So if you're waiting at the moment to get a van, you want to be ready for Christmas, then you go and talk to them. They're easy people to talk to. And you can give them a call on 024577-5577-024577-5577. That's Paravans. They're just in Windsor. Nice and easy to get to. Windsor. But if you want to find them, you just go on to paravans.com.au. Paravans dot com dot au and and they are they are just going to help you big time so there you go g'day it's scott gibbons i've just driven into narrabri now narrabri is just an amazing place because we've come back as you know from burke and ningan and all over the place but we've now come into narrabri and there's all the big things of the big city restaurants are here but it's the rsl clubs and the and the pubs that we like to go to isn't it now who am i with well you're going to wonder but I'm telling you, I'm with Lois and Gary, and Lois and Gary are going to tell us all about Narrabri and the beaut things that are hard to do there. So this is Lois. Say good day, Lois. How are we going, Scott? All righty. Now tell us, what when the people come into Narrabri, what should they see? Well, sawn rocks. Sawn rocks. Sawn rocks, yep. Now tell it's us a, about what the sawn rocks are all about. They're five-sided spears. Sort of looks if they're down the side of a cliff. Oh, seriously? And they could slide down, and then when they do fall off, they're like paving on the ground. Wow. All righty. And what else should we see? small walk to get there. So sword rocks, it's, it's uh, easy to get here. Easy to get to. Yeah, all right. And Mount Caputo, tell us about that one. Capitar. Capitar. See, that's the way the locals say it. You've always got to learn the way the locals say something. So Mount Capitar. Yeah. It's about 30 k's from here. Yeah. Um, this time of year, it's actually snowing up there today. Really? 
So it's a little bit of a rough road to get there, dirt road, but yeah. well worth the lots of walks. So what sort of vehicle would get up there? Any vehicle would get up there on the Any right vehicle. Weather. Any vehicle, yeah, all right, if it's the right weather. Now, Wah Gorge, that's one of the places that you mentioned that everyone should go to. Yeah, that's about two and a half hours from here. Yeah. It shows the vol- of the volcanic past. Yeah. But there is a lot of gates. It's almost as if you're driving on the private property. But there's a lot of gates to get through, but and, rock and holes and swim holes and... So when the people go through the gates, they lock the gates again? Yes. Yeah, so lock the gates every time you go through. Now, what about the telescopes, the CSIRO telescopes? Well, a lot of people don't realise that there's actually five telescopes out there on railway tracks. Yeah. Sometimes you go out there and there's might only be two of them up. Other times you go out there and all five of them are there. You've okay. just got to strike it lucky. So what's Narrabri famous for? The big sky, they tell me. <laughs> Is that right? Is that what they're famous for? The big sky. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. Now, Yari Lakes. Tell us about Yari Lakes. <laughs> nothing about Yari Lakes. You know nothing about Yari Lakes. Tell me a little bit oh, about look, Yari Lakes. Oh, look, there's a lot of Can you swim life. out there? Can you fish out there? What can you do? <coughs> Only times I've been out there, it's been actually dry. I've right. had this water in it now, and they do water ski and so forth out there. There's so, a lot of bird life, a lot, a lot of bird, bird watching. Yeah. And there is a camp area out there as well. Yeah. Shouldn't say that, but... No, that's all right. So there's a camp area if people want to... So, so yeah. how far is Yari Lakes from here? Oh, I don't know. Because we're right in the heart of Narrabri at the moment. About 10 Oh, that's easy, isn't it? not far. No, that's a snap. All righty. So what else should people do? They come to Narrabri. It's big. The township's fabulous. You've got all the facilities here, but what else should they do? You said there's an RSL club? Yeah. RSL club next door. The restaurant there is very popular, the Outback, Outback Shack. Shack. It's a theme-type restaurant. The Outback Shack. Yep. Yeah. You and actually walk into the where the restaurant part of it is and it's like walking into an old shack. You've even got the veranda, you'll get a thunderstorm, it'll rain, you've got the tin yeah. all around you. Fabulous. I reckon Great we might theme be, restaurant. We might be seen there tonight, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so what else should we do? Well, you you a, said the pub's got a good pub, Bill. Yeah, there's, there's three good pubs in town. Yeah. Uh, most of them have good meals. Um, really good Chinese restaurant over in the main street. Yeah. Just um, come over a bit closer, Gary, you've so, got people, the walls so people right can hear you. The, the um, theatre, the, what do they call it? Crossing Theatre. The Crossing Theatre. Yeah, they have a lot of good shows in there in normal times. Seats yeah. over a thousand people. Really? Yeah. Mm. Cost them over $8 million to build that. There you go. Um, and we've got the... Aquatic Centre. Aquatic Centre here, just yeah. next door. Um, that was about $7.5 million, indoor-headed pool, gymnasium, the whole Jeez. box of dice. There's $15.5 million just in two little items that you've picked yeah. up. Are we They're a actually talk? doing that up now because I've noticed a lot of councillors working over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah the main pool's closed at the moment. The yeah, so they're doing it all up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Narrabri, we're going to go out and, and do the town. We'll, we'll make sure. I think we'll stay We'll stay a couple of nights, maybe three nights. Or it's well worth stopping in Narrabri for, for a while. two or three days here, no problem at all. No problem at all. All righty. Now, if we're going to do, if we're going to stay in Narrabri, we'd better have a bit of music. What sort of music would you like? Oh, we'll go Lee Kernigan with Boys from the Bush. Oh, Lee Kernigan, really? Boys from the Bush. Well, okay. So for Lois and Gary, here's Lee, and the rest of you, all of you who are listening, here's Boys from the Bush with Lee Kernigan. Hey, now, when next time you come through, where are we at now? What, you can give a little plug for yourselves here. We're at Big Sky Caravan Park Big in Tipperina Street. There you go. So there you go. Here we go. So we've got Lee Kernigan, Boys from the Bush. You enjoy that. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons, We're On The Road. And if you want more of On The Road, all you do is go to the triple W's, ontheroadmedia.com.au, and on there you'll find all the podcasts as well. So we'll be back with you in just a little while. You enjoy Lee Kernigan. Stock. We've been culling out roots, we've been spraying the crops, we've been droving cattle up an old stock route. Now it's Saturday night, we pile in the ute. We're the boys from the bush and we're back in town. Well, the dog's in the bag and the foot goes down. We're life members of the Outback Club. 
loading trucks Fixing fences We've been choking on dust We curse the rain We curse the drought Now it's Saturday night And we're all in the shout We're the boys from the bush And we're back in town We get high when the sun goes down We're live members of the Outback Club We work the land through fire and flood. It's in our hearts, runs in the blood. We're the boys from the bush and we're back in town. Well, we raise hell when the sun goes. Yeah, we're the boys from the bush and we're back in town We get high when the sun goes down We're live members of the Outback Club Will the boys from the bush come in from the scrub Will the boys from the bush come in from the scrub Oh, g'day, it's Scott again, and here we are now. I'm still in Corinda, still in Corinda, and I tell you what, there is so much here to see, so much to do, but when you come, there's a shop that you must come and see, and it's called Unique Rustique. Unique Rustique, and you, you spend hours here, and it's got some of everything from every era, and I'm with Mel, and, and Mel has this shop, and you've got to come to it. You, so, Mel, tell us about Unique Rustique. Um, well, Unique Rustique is, I think, a fabulous step back in time. I think it's fun for people to come and sort of revisit some memories from their childhood and everyone's got a story to tell about something that they see in the shop that just brings back some memories from maybe mum or grandma. And, yeah, I just think it's a great um, taste of nostalgia and, yeah, uh, just just happy memories. That's really what I want it to be about. So I think that we've... You know, somewhat achieved that. Oh, achieved. <laughs> I tell you what it is, and, and this is the easiest way for me to explain it to you. It's a museum that you can buy things. So, you know, when you go to a museum and you say, oh, gee, we had one of those, Grandma had one of those, I wish I could have that now for that memory. Well, what this is, this is like a museum, but you can buy things. I've just walked in, I've just bought. I've just, I had no intention of buying, and I've just bought, and it's that good. So, just describe some of the things you've got, Mel. Uh, well, we have... Uh, well, you've got LP albums over there, like yeah, vinyl's making the big comeback and you've got... Oh, those, what yes. a beautiful selection. And you've even got cassettes because cassettes are making a comeback too. Yep. And then I saw some... You've got Nintendos. Yes, Nintendos. <laughs> and we've got um, things from mum's and grandma's cupboard, so their kitchen cupboard, things like, you know, the old lemon squeezes and kitchen canisters. And we've got tools for... Um, both the boys and the girls. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, old luggage and Coke memorabilia and Wiggles toys. Like we've got something for everyone, really, I think. You yeah. do. Now, the beautiful thing about it is this shop is not cluttered. It's, and it's a huge shop. It's mm. huge. Yeah. But it's not cluttered. You know, you go into some shops and you're tripping over stuff and you're squeezing by. No, this is light and bright and you can, you can manoeuvre around. And it's just... Beautifully presented. So if you're coming to Corindai, where have they got to come to, Mel? 118 George Street. That's on the main street. So look for the big blue building. The big blue building is called Unique Rustic. So you make sure you do that. All right, Scott Gibbons, we're still on the road. I'll be back with you in just a little while. Uh, g'day, it's Scott Gibbons again. And I tell you, I love being on the road and we're on the road. I've just met two of the loveliest ladies, two of the loveliest ladies, Frances and Sally, and they're at... Corindai. Now, the Corindai Information Centre. Now, how do you spell Corindai and how do you... What, what's it really mean? Q, well, Corindai is spelled Q-U-I-R-I-N-D-I and it's pronounced Corindai and it means nest in the hills. It's an Aboriginal name, probably from the Camilleroy people, I would say. 
Nest in the hills. The hills um, yes. And it is just so pretty. And there's so much to see here. There is. We've got man-made attractions such as uh, Bob's Shed, which has got a lot of memorabilia in it, especially if you're an Al- Alan Brock fan. A Peter Brock fan. <laughs> Peter Brock fan. <laughs> Peter sorry. Brock fan, yeah. Peter Brock fan. Um, there's the view from the Who'd Have Thought at Lookout a little further up the hill. You can see right over the Liverpool Plains and right back in towards the ranges as well. Um, we've got a historical cottage. We've got a, um, a heritage village. We've got set into the concrete in the uh, main street in Corindai, main block of Corindai, as all these different um, things signifying the brands of the stations that originally settled the area. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yes. I'm going to go you, and you see go those now. And see all those. Yeah. Nice little. Uh, to do with the people in yeah. Too. Yeah. The, the, all the, they've got the names of the stations on them, and they've got their different brands, and yeah. that's uh, really interesting. We've got some very pretty old shop fronts with lead lighting and so forth, and we've got an interesting array of shops as well. Um, I've got a few little. We've got quite a few eateries, pubs, club, um, and cafes, and other shops with other interesting things in them, a little bit different to the the bigger cities. Yeah. And, of course, our views. We've got a railway station where we're situated at the moment in the building. Um, with trains going through, and you can just watch the coal trains going through, so <laughs> dodging them on the railway crossing so just out, of, just out of Corindai, we have um, the what's called the Old Quapoli Dam. Yeah. And that's got it's well known for bird watching, and it's got a bird hide or two there. And uh, of course, we've got the new Quapoli Dam, which has got some lovely picnic areas too, and I believe it's 100% full at the moment, so I must go for a look sometime. A bit of a rough road to get there, depending on which way you go. And over at Wallabadar, about 15 k's to the east of of Quapoli. Um, is uh, the First and Second Fleet Gardens, which are really worth a look. The First and Second, second Fleet, Fleet Gardens. Gardens. So yes. that, oh, that's got to be something to go yes. and see. And, and they do a very nice meal at the pub there too. Um, and they also have a freedom camping site, which unfortunately all our freedom camping sites closed at the moment. Right. Well, that's, that's because of the COVID, but yeah, not, we don't expect to have this forever. So No, that's right. We do have a caravan park here in Crendai, so... Um, oh, good. Yes. Good. across... Yeah, and I know at the tourist office you've got parking here for the for yes, the caravans as well. So yes, we've just driven straight in with the pair of vans. And very good. Well, that's only a fairly recent addition. The council did that well only a few months ago, didn't they, Sally? Yes. yes, not been very long. Now the museum area. You were telling me about the the heritage village. That's yes. got a, a museum, and and yes. what's some of the things in that museum? Well, all sorts of old things from the old telephone exchanges to the equipment they use, shearing gear. Um, even clothes like wedding gowns and hats and bags and then they've got yeah. furniture yeah. 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 Oh, out, out there, out there. they've even got a little cafe there when it's working too they're, they're, because of it's volunteer run yeah and so how would you describe Corinda is it it's it's quaint it's yeah, quaint. it's real it's country yep it's quaint it's it's a um relaxed little friendly town it is friendly it is uh, friendly with a lot of um shall we say attachment not so much attachments to the past but memories of the past that still show up in various things like our like the railway station being preserved with its history and so forth uh the shop fronts as i say down the main street the the brands of the stations all right and uh those sorts of things so we're on the Liverpool Plains? Yes, yes, on the edge of the Liverpool Plains. All right. So what we've got to do now, we've got to get all of you people out here to come to yes. Corindai. To come to Corindai. Yeah. Now, because you've been so good, would you like us off? Who would you like? Now, you were talking about Graham Connors. Yes, I like Graham Connors. Yeah. I like the road less travel. The road less travel by Graham Connors. <laughs> we do, don't we? Find all these exciting little places. And hopefully one day here soon we will have some silo art, has, which is becoming popular oh, around. Oh, yeah. The water tower at Gunnada has got a Vietnam memorabilia one on it. It's very yeah. special to me. And uh, we've got Bogabri with the, the water diviner and so forth there. Uh, I'm just trying to think of the other ones, but they're starting to multiply around the place. So hopefully we'll be able to be part of that trail. 
it? Well, I sure hope you are, and I know more and more people are just going to come to Quindike because you girls just make it so special. Yes. So thanks, Val. Here's your song. Here's Graham Connors, The Road Less Travel. We'll be back with you in a little while. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons. We are on the road, and you can find out more of our podcasts on the road media. Dot com.au that's on the road media.com.au or just go to our Facebook page on the road media Australia so if you go and like that page that would be just terrific but if you're going to like that page you're going to love Corinda so here comes Graham Connors the road less traffic
Hey, it's Scott Gibbons. Here we are on the road, and we are on the road. And I'll tell you who I'm with now. I'm with Dave Wise. I'm up at Paravans at Windsor. And Paravans, you know all about Paravans because that's where you go to buy your caravan when you want one. All you do is give them a call on 024577-5577. That's 024577-5577. And I'm going to ask Dave a question that so many people have put to me. Dave, what's the... What do you advise people to do when they say, do I buy a new van or do I buy a used van? What's your normal answer for that? My normal answer is, if you're a first-time caravan buyer, I suggest you look at a second-hand caravan. That way you can take the caravan away, you can live in it for a while, and you can see if the layout, the type of caravan, it suits your needs. If it doesn't, then you can update it quite easily and at a cheaper price than buying a new one and trying to trade it back in. Uh, you can, and I said, my old saying is when you look at a van, if it doesn't click with you, go and look at another one. Right. Uh, because it's got to click. Well, that's uh, nice. That's and nice. So you're not trying to just sell them a van. You, you actually want to create a relationship with them. Well, yeah, my job is to sell vans, but at the end of the day, it's to sell you what you want, not what I want to sell you. You've got to be happy. Um, as I said, I'll take your money. Like, trust me. <laughs> it's got to be what you want. And you've got to drive out there happy and content. Yeah. Uh, I will direct you to the type of van. You give me the information what you want, then I'll direct you to that. If you don't know what you want, then we'll sit down and find out what you would like in a van, and I'll try and find a van that will suit your needs at the price you want to spend, not at my price I want to sell. No, that's good. So that means yeah. you're actually, as I said, you're trying to build a relationship. You're building a customer base with people. I know I've been here and, and uh, I've seen you with people. Yeah and they were buying their fourth van from you. Their fourth van right from Paravans. I think being able to keep that sort of loyalty is a, a wonderful thing. Well, it's not, all about, it's, not, it's not all about precious selling. It's about building up a relationship with the customer, getting to know the customer, getting to know what the customer wants. They've got to be happy what they're purchasing. This isn't, you don't need a caravan. This is a luxury purchase. It's got to be done right. And if I force you to buy this, you're not going to come back and see me again or you're not going to recommend me. I've got to do it right the first time, otherwise don't do it at all. Yeah, I understand. I think that's a very, very valid thing. So basically, if people are thinking of getting a van, you will guide them. You will listen to them, guide them, show them, suggest maybe starting off with a used van. And then when they're happy and they know the adjustments they want to make as for the floor plan and whatnot, then you can say, well, yeah, let's get a new one. And then if they're getting a new one, you've got a selection of, of makes here, haven't you? What makes have you got here? In new vans, we've got a selection of uh, River Atlantic caravans. They're both boutique builders. Uh, we deal with them. They don't churn out the vans. They have a very small production run, but it means we get the van right. Uh, the, the fittings or quality fittings, all Australian steel, Australian built. Um, but I can put in what you want in the van. So, again, I'll so go back to the dishwasher. So, you, <laughs> so you, you, you'll customise it to what they want? What they want, but also I have in mind about legal restrictions on what they can tow, the tow ball weight, uh, weight of the caravan. Uh, if your, ve your vehicle's not suitable, then you're not driving out of here. Right. I have to make sure you're safe. Uh, and knowing the weights and what your vehicle's capable is, is, is a big part of the job. Well, that says a heck of a lot that you actually care about them and how they're going to tow, what they're going to tow with, and you make them safe on the road. So I think that's just terrific. So what's the busiest day of the week here? Usually Saturdays at the moment. People have got a bit more time. Uh, they, I mean, usually afternoon after the sporting events. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the day before, Saturday, Friday? What's your, what's your song that you want this time? Friday on my oh, mind. Friday on my, <laughs> Friday's always on my mind. Always. Because Saturday's the that's, busy day. That's beer afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> beer o'clock somewhere. Here you go. That's Dave Wise. He's from Paravans all the way there at Windsor. So it doesn't matter where you are in Australia because when I was here the oh a few weeks ago, they were shipping a van, uh, I think, all the way to Western Australia. So it, it happens. That's what they do. People like what these people do and they send their vans all over Australia. So in the meantime, you enjoy those. Here's Friday on my mind. I think that's the easy bit. You've got to enjoy it. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons. We're on the road. Monday morning feels so bad. Everybody seems to nag me. Coming Tuesday, I feel better. Even my old man looks good. Wednesday 
It's Scott Gibbons, and yes, we are on the road. And right now, I'm on the road in Gunnedah, and I've just come into the tourist information office, and I've met Liz, and Liz is going to tell everybody about what to see when you come into Gunnedah because it is just the most... It's just beautiful. It's beautiful. And again, it's got everything here. So, Liz, say g'day. Hi. So From Gunnedah. Yeah, so you're, you're in Gunnedah. Now, the tourists come in. What should they see? Well, we've got a couple of beautiful lookouts. Uh, Porcupine Lookout and uh, Pensioners Hill. Pensioners Hill. Yes, Pensioners Hill. On the Pensioners Hill, there's um, hand sculptures. Hand sculptures. sculptures. Yes, sandstone, all done by hand, depicting the history of Gunnedah. Yeah. Um, Well worth a visit. And beautiful native trees up there. Fabulous. And you were telling me a little earlier about Dorothy McKellar. Yes, Dorothy McKellar, she, uh, they had a property here and regularly came to Gunnedah. They say that the poem was probably written while... In Gunnedah. Well, while crossing the Breezer Plain, and if you um, are coming to Gunnedah via the Breezer Plain, you'll probably uh, recall lines really? of the poem. You would, you would. Yes, so, um, yes, and eventually... Her home here, the gardens are going to be open for the public. Oh, really? A couple of days a year, yes. A couple of days a year for the gardens? Yes, I'll have set days at her homestead, which is really magnificent. But in our Dorothy McKellar Centre, we do have um, Jean Ishwood watercolours depicting the lines of the poem. Really? Yes. Very well. Whoa. Worth All right, well, we'll head out and see, see that now. Yes, the Dorothy McKellar Centre is well worth a look. And while there, you'll see the statue and the Water Tower Museum has been painted. The water, what, so it, it's got it's, art all over it? It's got art around it, depicting um, depict the Vietnam War. Oh, really? So it can join your solo art tour. There you go. And we have just been given a grant to paint the um, silos at the mill and it will be depicting Dorothy McKellar. Oh, fabulous. Oh, that's good. So when's that due to start, do you think? 
Well, they've, they've started a bit of the work, I think, painting light, the cracks yeah. in the silo to get it all smooth. So yes. it's going to happen fairly soon? Oh, yes, I, they've got the money. Wow. Yes, well, that's so going to bring some people to town to see that. Yes, so um, that's two things, the lookouts. All right, and then I think Gunnedah's pretty famous sporting-wise, isn't it? Uh, yes. We, you can play just about every sport. Because I'm, I'm just looking around at this town. beautiful tourist office because it, it, it really is amazing. It's a lovely place. But you've got cricket bats on display and you've got everything happening. So it really is a sporting town. Yes. The cricket bat, the, the reason the cricket ball is there is because we have a leatherworks here and the Kookaburra cricket balls are made out of Gunnedah leather. You're kidding me. The mm. Kookaburra cricket ball is made out of Gunnedah yes. leather. That... Yes. So is, is the tannery open to, to visit? No, it isn't, sorry. All right. Yes. Is the tannery, can we drive by? Uh, you could, yes. You could drive yeah, by? Yeah, you drive well, by. Well, that's yes. worthwhile so because getting a... probably not a very No, but getting a photo place, of where they're made, that's yes. pretty big time, where I'd imagine. Where the is made, yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. So what else should we see? Because you've got the most magnificent town and it's just, it's just a beautiful... Your, your skies here of a night time must be just star-filled. Yes. Probably not at the weekend when we had that horrible weather, but um, yes, now that the skies are clear again, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's just a lovely town with lovely parks. All right. Wide streets. Well, there you go. So I reckon you've earned yourself a song. So what song would you like? Uh, what about Adam Harvey? Adam Harvey yeah. working overtime. Adam Harvey working overtime. I think that makes sense. I think, and, and if you're not working overtime and you get a chance, then you've got to take that chance and come out to Gundadar because it is, I'm telling you, it is fabulous. So thank you, Liz. You've been terrific. And we'll play Adam Harvey for you right now. Boss man called me in again. He had some things to say. Change your attitude or this is it. I said, yeah, boss, I've been thinking You're absolutely right But you ain't firing me Cause I just quit And I'm working overtime On a good time A man's gotta do what he's gotta Discovered mine, and I ain't gonna let it go to waste. The smoke and lights don't bother me, the hours suit me fine. It's a dirty job, but once I get the taste, I'm working overtime on a good time. Take all 
satisfied till I get through I'm working all the time Is it your shout or mine? Well, I'm working all the time On a good time Ah, uh, yeah. Now, with Father's Day coming up, it's not too late. It's not too late. You might want to go... And organise something terrific with off-road systems. And all you've got to do is ring them up and say, listen, we want some drawers. And they'll work out a price for you, which is an Australian-made product, Australian-made, Australian-owned. They actually create the product right here. So it's called Off-Road Systems. And all, that's all you've got to do. Just go to them, offroadsystems.com.au. So if you need drawers for your ute, drawers for your four-wheel drive, if you need... Uh, oh, they've got... They've got so many different products because they'll create the products to you. They've got products in stock that are a standard range. Uh, but if you want aluminium drawers, you talk to them because they're super light. They're super light. They're just fabulous. So you can have galvanised or aluminium uh, steel frame. You can have drawers. You've got marine carpet they use. They use key-to-like locks. So many beautiful things. But their quality, the quality of the product, the product is strong it's affordable, it's great looking, and it's Aussie, and they make them right here. Just near Norella in New South Wales, a little place called Smeaton Grange. And if you want to ring them up, get your pencil out because it's 024647 6322. So it's 024647 6322. That's Off Road Systems. I'm telling you, they are the greatest people. If you want drawers, they are the ones. Now, Spotify. So many people are saying, Scotty, are you on Spotify? Well, the show, yes, we are on Spotify. So all you do is go on to On The Road Media. On The Road Media, you'll find us there at Spotify. If you want to go to our website, we've got 50 shows if you want to go and check out the podcasts on Spotify or you can go to our website, ontheroadmedia.com.au. And if you want to go onto our Facebook page, that's On The Road Media Australia. On the Road Media Australia on Facebook. Love it if you give that a like. That would be terrific. Now, speaking of like, oh, this is just amazing. I've been looking at Buyer Bail. Now, if you know Buyer Bail, they, they're, that's part of Rural Aid. And, oh, go onto their website, buyabail, B-U-Y-A-B-A-L-E.com.au. Buyabail, B-U-Y-A-B-A-L-E.com.au. And you just look at the number of ways that you can help supporting our community. Now, I've just done this trip out through New South Wales, but here's the thing. New South Wales looks so green and lush and perfect. And then I'm talking to the locals and they said, no, no, there's no water beneath the surface. So what looks nice and lush, there's no water beneath the surface. It's not like Warragam Badam for us where we've got excess water. No, they still need it. They still need water, which means they still need buyabale.com.au. So you can help, and you can help in various ways. You can do a Dear Farmer letter, D-E-A-R, Dear Farmer letter. So you can cheer a farmer on, let them know that you care by sending out a digital uh, hashtag, Dear Farmer note, on social media, and then you'll help to bridge the gap between the rural and the metro Australia and you'll show the Aussie spirit lives by giving thanks to the farmers for their hard work and their determination as they continue. And they do. They continue to put food on our tables. I'm telling you, we can't make it rain, but we can take a, a moment to sit down and just write a note, draw a picture and send it through. So you just hashtag Dear Farmer do, and, and just do a message there. That would be terrific. And if you need some clues, then you go on to buyabail.com.au. And then you've got digital fundraising. So, they, of course, they recognise that the COVID-19 has got far-reaching effects for everybody. So they need money for counselling services, for hay, for water, for financial assistance for our farming community. Because without them, I mean, we're all trying to buy more Aussie. And so to buy more Aussie, we've got to keep our farmers going. And so you help them as much as you can. And there's another thing they've got called Hive Aid, H-I-V-E, Hive Aid. And it's Australia's professional beekeepers. 
and they're, if you like, our forgotten farmers because they're, they're an important primary producer and are often overlooked when it comes to the effects of drought and bushfire and other natural disasters because the professional beekeepers, they're the cornerstone of our agricultural industry. And what I've found is, I only found this out now, that you have beekeepers who take their bees around to different places to make the, the crops happen, like the almonds and the avocados and the blueberries and the cucumbers and mangoes and apples and pumpkin. They rely heavily on the pollination of bees. So they'll take their bees to an area, let them loose in, in, in for that farmer, da-da-da-da-da, and then they collect those bees again and take them on to somewhere else. So it's, it's our littlest livestock. Oh, just so good. So you can help them as well. That's, that's Hive Aid, H-I-V-E-A-I-D, but it's all part of buyabale.com.au, which is part of Rural Aid. And then if you wish to, and oh, no, this is a beauty, you can donate your bottles for the bush because the farmers, you know, they've just gone through the bushfires and the drought and everything else, so they need it. So the good news is you can help donate your empty drink bottles at any Tomra recycling location. So that's a return and earn in New South Wales and containers for change in Queensland. And every eligible container donated raises the 10 cents and that goes to the farmers and their rural communities. So all you've got to do is just download the barcode to use at your local return and earn or your Tomron machine. So uh, at, at the moment, they've raised something like $500,000 and they need more. And that's just from bottles. That's from bottles. You get the joy of drinking and then you get the joy of thinking about our farmers. I think that's a beautiful thing to do. So if you want to find out about the drought, then you can go onto that website, buybale.com.au. But I think we're running out of time for the show this week. I've had a, such a good time with you. So what about, what about, because our farmers, they're there, but we don't want them to be out of sight, out of mind, do we? We don't know. We don't want them to be out of sight, out of mind. But if you do want to have out of sight, out of mind, you might as well listen to that by the models. So here's the models, out of sight, out of mind. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons. Great being with you. You listen to us anytime. And if you want more podcasts, there's about 50 of them. Just go on to our website, ontheroadmedia.com.au, where you find them on Spotify, On The Road Media. And we're ready next week, and we're already over 50 shows. So here we go. And you enjoyed that being great being with you. All right, we're on the road again next week with you. See ya.